0: special guest on the show. David Hale is a 33-year-old MLB pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies. Growing up, Mr. Hale played multiple sports, although baseball was always his passion. After he graduated high school in Georgia, Mr. Hale attended Princeton University. Playing professionally was always his dream, but education was his priority. After Mr. Hale's junior season in college, he was drafted by the Atlanta Braves in the third round of the 2009 MLB draft. In 2013, he debuted for his hometown team. After the 2017 season, he had every intention to retire, but he was given a big league spring training invite by the Yankees. Recently, Mr. Hale has re-signed to play with the Phillies for the 2021 baseball season. That's quite an impressive resume, Mr. Hale. Welcome to the show. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us today.
1: No problem. Glad to be here.
0: In today's day and age, scouting and colleges are looking for kids who play multiple sports. Was baseball always your first love?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, it was the sports I grew up watching with my dad. Um, it was always the one I loved playing in the yard. Um, I also grew up playing golf with my grandfather. Um, in high school, I played some football, a little bit of basketball in middle school, but um, baseball is always the one that I enjoy the most. I love playing with my friends the most, and honestly, it was the one I was best at too. I don't know if that attributed to me liking it more or not, but um, yes, baseball was always my favorite
0: and Do you think kids should specialize in only in one sport or should they play multiple sports?
1: I agree with multiple sports. I mean, I think the main reason to play sports is to have fun, so if you enjoy playing. Football, baseball, basketball, golf—play as many as you you want. Play as uh, play the sports that make you happy. Um, I didn't specialize until uh, my junior year of high school, and it wasn't so much that I was trying to specialize. I just lost love for playing football, and I I hated getting tackled, so I kind of gave that one up. Um, but yeah, I would say certainly don't specialize. Play what play the sports that make you happy.
0: Our dad has vivid memories of his entire upbringing and listening to the Yankees game on the radio. Do you have any such memories? And if so, what was your favorite team and player growing up?
1: I do have memories like that. Um, my my most vivid memories come from the Braves, and there were no shortage of stars back then in the nineties. You had Glavin, Smoltz, Maddox as pitchers. You had Dave Justice, Chipper Jones, Kenny Lofton as as hitters, Fred McGriff, too. Um, probably my most vivid memory is when the Braves won the World Series in 1995. I can tell you exactly where I was. I remember sitting on the edge of my uh, parents' bed. I was, shoot, I was probably eight years old at the time. And I remember the last out, Marquise Grissom making it in center field on a fly ball and then all celebrating. So. I definitely have memories like your father does.
0: That makes sense. And you must cherish them forever. And you went to one of the top universities in the country. So clearly education was a priority in the forefront. How are you able to keep it a priority while juggling collegiate baseball?
1: I always kept um, academics as a priority because I knew baseball or any sport, you can end in, in one swing or, you know, one tackle or whatever. Um, so academics was always a priority. Like I said, um, it was difficult to keep both balanced in college. Um, Princeton is certainly an academic school first and foremost, and you have to, you know, prioritize it that way. Um, but also to be able to perform at the best of your ability, baseball wise, you have to, you know, balance extremely well. And, um, that was the most difficult thing my freshman year was learning to manage both.
0: How was that received by your teammates in both high school and college?
1: Um, it was received well. Um, in In high school, um, I was lucky. My my friends and fellow teammates were very much the same way. I actually went to Princeton with another one of my high school teammates, um, so I don't think I was different for thinking that way or prioritizing academics. Um, and then certainly not in college. I mean, everybody at Princeton has academics as a forefront. I don't think any of us went there knowing we would be drafted or expecting to be drafted. So we went there trying to better our lives through academics first and foremost.
0: And did that same thing apply to you that you wanted to, did you go to Princeton to play in the majors or did you want to pursue another career?
1: I went there to, Pursue another career, essentially, yes. Um, I had some, after I was, after I committed to Princeton, I started getting a little attention for getting drafted out of high school, but not a lot. Um, And then when I went to Princeton, I started getting the attention from pro scouts. Um, So no, I went there to get the best education that I could. It wasn't to get drafted. Tell
0: us a little bit about what happened in college and eventually how you got drafted.
1: Um, college, I, I went as an infielder. I, I hated pitching in high school. I really did. So when I committed my junior year or before my senior year of high school to Princeton, I, I committed as a shortstop third baseman. Um, and then my senior year of high school, I started pitching. And I honestly, I just threw hard. I wasn't that good of a pitcher. Um, and I, honestly, I didn't like it that much. I just liked hitting. Um, when I got to Princeton, they started having me focus more on pitching and I started to love it. I started to get used to how to pitch. I learned how to pitch as like, you know, sequences and, um, that kind of thing. So I started to enjoy the the strategy behind it. Um, and then my hitting kind of faded away, but luckily my pitching stayed stayed pretty good um but i think i think a good moral from the whole thing was is that it doesn't really matter where you go to school scouts will find you no matter what as long as you're playing well um so i wouldn't trade where i went ever i'm very proud that i went there i'm happy i went there Um, i think it worked out well sometimes i in high school i kind of wished i could have gone to a big you know, SEC school, ACC school kind of thing. But looking back on it, I'm glad my path took me through Princeton.
0: That makes sense. And then in your debut with the Braves, you broke the franchise record for strikeouts by a pitcher in their first game. You would think that the first game of your career, you'd be nervous. How were you able to pull that off?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes, I was very nervous. Don't think that I wasn't. Um, I it came down it was on a friday night i had been called up a week before and i sat in the bullpen waiting to pitch every time that the phone rang in the bullpen my stomach just went into my throat like i was so scared um but it was never my name called and then a weekend they said i was going to get to start on friday night at home um And then at that point, they put out, you know, obviously it's on the news or whatever. So everybody I pretty much went to high school with, um, all my friends, all my family friends, they were all there. And I actually had some college buddies come into town just by chance. They were going to come hang out. So I had about five or six college buddies there as well. And I remember telling myself, I'm like, just stay calm, stay calm. When you walk out onto the field to start stretching, which I usually do about 30 minutes before. I was like, don't look into the stands, um, don't don't figure out where any of your family or friends are sitting, just kind of keep your head down and stay focused. And as soon as I stepped out of the dugout to go stretch, I heard a big cheer and sure enough, I look up just instinctively, I saw like half of my high school class and <laughs> my stomach just starts turning and turning. Um, but honestly, as a as an athlete, I think that the nerves helped me perform better. I think it intensifies my focus um, and keeps my mind where I want it to be. So I think in some ways the nerves helps me.
0: That must have been so surreal. And the way you're describing it, it's almost like I was there myself. But how did you feel pitching in the majors and pitching at that level?
1: I still have to pinch myself sometimes. I mean, walking out on the Yankee Stadium or walking out under the Phillies field, it's just, I I still haven't, it still hasn't become any less cool to me. Um, I, I, I appreciate it. I I feel lucky to be able to do it. And um, yeah, I, I still, I still really enjoy doing it.
0: And then early on in your career and even now, how did you learn from your teammates that were pitchers and what were some of the things that they taught you?
1: I was lucky. I had some really good pitching coaches coming up through the minor leagues. Um, Early on, a lot of them focused more on my mechanics. I had some kind of funky mechanics when I first started. I was very raw um, as a draft pick. Um, so early on, I kind of learned more mechanical stuff from my pitching coaches. And then as you get farther along, the pitching coaches start teaching you more about strategy and sequencing and, you know, reacting to the way hitters foul pitches off or if they, the way they swing in a previous pitch or how they take a pitch, you can kind of learn from that and, and adjust and make a next pitch to them. Um, so I was lucky to have coaches and players. That kind of complimented me at certain points. Like I said, early was mechanics, later was more strategy and how to pitch. And then in the big leagues, just watching some of the older veterans and how they did it and how they composed themselves and um, how they went about their job, I definitely learned through watching them.
0: When you signed with the Yankees, what were your first thoughts when you were really- be part of a treasured and historic franchise and have the opportunity to play alongside some great pitchers like Masahiro Tanaka, Dellin Betances, or Rodman Chapman.
1: Uh it was it was very surreal. Um like like you said kind of in my bio, after 2017 I had every intention to retire. I had spent a year and a half back in Triple A. Um didn't really have any any lead on making it back to the big leagues. Um, the only reason I decided to play another year was because only one team gave me a big league spring training invite, and that was the Yankees. Um, I'm not sure if I would have done it for any other team. I just I don't think I could have passed up the opportunity to, to be a Yankee at that time um, and play on a, on, a, uh, on a team with such a storied franchise.
0: And what did it feel like to be, a, to be a key part of Yankee success that year?
1: That was very cool. Um, the three years that I was part of that team, 18, 19, and 20, um, they, we had really nice runs all three years. Unfortunately, they came up short of um, Yankee's expectations, but um, it was great to be a part of it, great to be on the team, um, fantastic teammates unbelievable stadium and um, accommodations. So I'm I'm glad and proud to say that I was a Yankee.
0: After going to the Twins and then the Yankees, you pitched in the KBO or the Korean Baseball Association. How is that atmosphere, intensity, and level of play different than the MLB?
1: Korean baseball is definitely different. If you've never seen a game or uh, at least heard of, Korean baseball, you should certainly look into it. Um it's it's almost like a college football game or like a international soccer game. So most notoriously I guess is their their chanting and their singing. Each each hitter has their own like jingle kind of. Um so when a hitter comes to the plate, there's there's cheerleaders on the dugout and then there's one cheerleader guy who like leads the cheers and they'll start chanting these songs for each player. And the whole crowd knows it. I don't know how they do it, but they all know it. So it's, it's almost like an like international soccer game. It's very interesting, very cool crowd. Um, yeah, I, I, I really appreciated my time over there. It's definitely a story. I have so many stories from Korea. It's, it's a different type of baseball. Um, very interesting, very cool
0: such a unique way of an introduction um you mentioned some stories do you mind telling us a few
1: yeah so i i have a list on my phone of like all oh, i think it's like 25 things just within the game of baseball that were different and obviously if you watch a kbo game you know what's going on it's baseball there's nothing different about it but there's little subtle things inside the game that are just slightly different than the way the americans play it um first off the first thing i noticed when i or the jingles obviously but when i threw my first bullpen getting ready for my first start i noticed there's two rubbers um so you got the normal pitching rubber and then one about a half inch lower and directly in front of it is another one and you stand on that um to throw so it eliminates uh players digging holes or um you know by the ninth inning you know you don't want the mound being all crazy like dug out or anything so i guess that's what the point of that was but that was the that was one of the first things i noticed um what else was there after each game they have after each one of your wins they have um they have mvps three mvps then one of them goes out on the field and leads. A chant with the with the um, crowd. So one of my first game, actually my first game, I got one of the honors. I went out there and they drug me out there to start singing the fight song for the Hanwha Eagles with the crowd, and I was one of the most embarrassing, most confusing things I've ever done. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of stories that I have from over there.
0: Wow! And how have you kept your arm healthy over quarantine?
1: Um. Luckily, I have a buddy staying with me. Um, we played baseball together in the Rockies organization. Um, he wasn't able to go home um, with his wife because their parents are older. So I said, you guys can stay here, um, have free rent as long as, you can, uh, as long as you play catch with me. So he said that's perfectly fine. So luckily, I have a very good setup to, to keep my arm healthy uh, during this time.
0: That sounds like one of the most unique things we've ever heard. We interviewed Alex Katz, actually, on the show, and he said that he used to just – he set up a bullpen in his backyard and in his basement, and he was just throwing in there. So it must have been – i I'd assume it must have been a lot better to have a live person there to play catch with you every single day. Um, and on that note, who has had the biggest impact on your career to this point?
1: Huh? I would – Biggest impact on my career. I would, I would probably say my dad. Um, I know you might be looking for like a certain player or something, but I think overall baseball wise, my dad has had the biggest impact on my career. Um, he's always been there. He's always, you know, he always coached my teams, um, always taught me everything he knows and he's always there for to me, for me to talk to after the game. So I think, In the long run, yes, I think my dad would be the biggest impact on my career.
0: Yeah, we totally agree. Um, He must have been a really big role model for you. But which manager was the biggest role model for you? Which manager have you enjoyed playing for the most thus far?
1: Oh, that's a good question, too. I've had some very good managers in my career. Um, Aaron uh, Boone is is amazing uh Walt Weiss with the Rockies is incredible Walt's uh he's he's like an MMA fighter in his free time he's a really cool guy um he's probably the best uh player manager I've ever played for he's he's very he's willing to fight for you I guess Aaron is too he's got some great um ejections for that too the whole savage one that is famous yeah. and um yeah, I've played for some great managers in, in my time. And, and the Braves with Freddie Gonzalez, he was fantastic as well.
0: And um, unique, uniquely, you've played with Joe Girardi and Aaron Boone for the Phillies and the Yankees. What similarities do you see between them?
1: Um, they're both great. Like I was saying about Walt, they're both really, really good uh, player managers. Um Joe too. I forgot to mention him earlier, but Joe is an incredible manager. Um for me, what stands out about Joe is he's he's like a family guy. And that was one of the greatest things for me. I'm very good, I think, at keeping myself in line, uh, doing my work. I don't really need anybody like yelling at me or doing anything in those manners. But I had one day where my wife couldn't get to the airport with my son, um, and I had to leave during B P. to take take them to the airport. Um, and he's like, Oh, of course, no problem. Just go ahead, just be back and get your throwing in before the game. So, um, I, I think just some managers wouldn't have done that. Um, but he's fantastic guy that way. Great family guy. Um, yeah, Joe is great. Aaron, the same way. Aaron's a great player manager. He's always, uh, willing to go to battle for his players.
0: What drives you to try and be the best you can every single day?,
1: uh, I think it's just being able to play this game another another year, another day. Um, that's that's what keeps me going. Um, being able to step out onto a big league field again is what keeps me going.
0: That makes sense. What advice do you have for kids? Want to have a successful career in the MLB like you did, and you do still?
1: I would say keep it fun. Um, I know that might not be as directive as some other advice, but I've noticed in my time playing baseball the best I ever play is when I'm having fun. Um, In 2015 and 16 were some of my worst years, and I was absolutely miserable. In 2016, I I, I don't even, well, I I did. I hated baseball. I really did. Um, But then in 17, when the Dodgers gave me a chance to um, play in their minor leagues, I just played it with a different attitude. I played it with, this is a bonus. Just enjoy it. Go out and have fun. I mean, you get to play baseball professionally. Just enjoy it. And my numbers started getting better. Then in 18, I got the invite to go to big league screen training with the Yankees. And I continued to do that. I was like, just have fun. Whatever happens at this point in your career, it's a bonus. Just enjoy it. And ever since then, my numbers have been great. I've enjoyed doing it. And uh, I don't think there's, that's a coincidence either. So I would say have fun at what you do. If you don't enjoy it, I mean, maybe there's another sport or something else you would like to do.
0: Mr. Hale, thank you for that great piece of advice. And thank you for joining us today. We truly enjoyed talking to you about your MLB career and how you got to where you are today. We wish you luck on the rest of your career and have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank
0: you for coming on. And for our listeners, we hope that this interview will inspire you to push yourself and be the best you can be to achieve your dreams. Thank you again, Mr. Hale.
1: Have a good one, guys. Thanks for having me.